Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're doing if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. And we are back. Welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me at camp tonight, the drunk uncle, Kenton Mullins. Hey, what's up, guys? So, uh, powering this episode is the delicious Folgers Colombian for me today, the Colombian roast. And I shit you not, if you haven't had it, they got a brand new creamer out, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and holy shit. I, I feel like it's 1992, and I'm 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 sipping my my milk, you know, because obviously cinnamon toast crunch is one of the best cereals in the world. And when you were a kid, what was the most delicious thing to drink? The the milk from the cereal, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to disagree there and say that that Fruit Loops or Fruity Pebbles were oh. the most delicious cereals in the world. Uh, I've never been a big fan of cinnamon, so uh, I'm not either. I'm not either. I but I love cinnamon toast crunch. I don't know why. Because I'm not like like you said, I'm not a big cinnamon fan, but I will say that fruity pebbles and cocoa pebbles are right up there at the very top. Also, oh no, not cocoa pebbles. I don't like chocolate flavored stuff. Uh, I oh. gotta go. I gotta go with the Fruit Loops or the fruity pebbles, man. Or even even uh, frosted shredded uh, frosted shredded mini wheats, whatever the fuck, whatever they're called, the little hay bales uh, with the with the glucose on them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll- I'll give you those. I'll give you those. I'll um not a huge Fruit Loops fan. I uh but they're all right. I can tolerate those. Um but yeah, man, the cinnamon toast crunch creamer is the shit. I also got the funfetti, the birthday cake one. Oh god, that shit is amazing. I have, don't ruin it for me though. I haven't I haven't opened it up yet. So don't drink it with coffee. Just, just fucking take it to the head, pure. I, just, I know. Like fucking just wake up at three AM and take a fucking shot of it. The creamer yeah. by itself, yeah, in a yep. shot glass. Hell yes. Uh, just wanted to give a shout out to Folgers there, as always, providing the uh, the deliciousness on our lips here. I will say I'm drinking iced coffee today, though, on this um, on this wonderful Friday afternoon. Uh, I got crazy. I got home from work. Uh, it's Friday. I usually eat the garbage stuff and drink the garbage drinks on Saturday, and then I spend uh, Sunday through Friday uh, watching what I eat and drink, but uh, it's Friday. I got home from work. I was like, I'm feeling good. We're gonna we're gonna record. I'm gonna loosen up. So I've got a a nice ice cold glass of Mountain Dew here, uh, staring at me, and that's what I'm getting wild to uh, as a dad on this crazy Friday afternoon. Oh well, yeah, because you got your ten your ten uh, chitlins running around. You got to tend to. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I heard I heard that's what they call them in Kentucky. Is is they Ch- call them chitlins. chitlins? That's that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I was I was uh, I was correct then. I and had after to, they go I to bed. To, we'll break into the into the whiskey. But well, for I was now, just we'll... say, after uh, after we're done coming to you live and in living color here with this episode, I'm gonna be switching over to I'm gonna be drinking some vodka. I'm gonna be drinking some vodka with uh, some some strawberry mango flavored water. It's or, uh, Welch's. It's drink mix, and you, you just mix it in your. Uh, your your little water you know a little water bottle and boom you're good to go so yeah i just uh, vomited in my mouth a little bit so oh really vodka's <laughs> delicious i'm out of whiskey i'm out of whiskey 
I, I had a little uh, <clears throat> well last night it was a whiskey night actually I was I was into the uh, the vanilla Crown Royal. So I yeah. remember when I was in college, was it Burnett's Barnett's vodka? Burnett's? Uh I think it was Burnett's. Uh drinking so much cheap Burnett's vodka and they had it on all the fruity uh uh LGBTQ flavors like uh, banana and, and right. <laughs> raspberry oh, yeah. and strawberry and, and birthday cake and and I love all that shit. I I'm a man, I'll drink I'll drink that stuff. I'm comfortable with my sexuality. Uh but well, you were but, gay once. Uh, probably on more than one occasion. Uh, there was a brief period there, probably between 97 and 98 and then, uh, March of 2003. Uh, and then maybe a little bit in the winter of, of 07. So, um, yeah, I'll drink all that stuff. I'll drink all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all good with flavored vodka. I don't, I don't give a shit except for, here's what I will say. I don't drink Bloody Marys. So the, the pepper flavored vodka and the bacon flavored vodka, that shit just sounds gross to me. I'll drink that, all the other flavors. Bacon flavored anything aside from just good crispy, legitimate bacon, fucking makes me want to gag. Um, I love bacon, but bacon bacon flavoring, I'm gonna say no to every time. No, thank you. Yeah, not not really a fan of that in liquors, but I will say the vanilla crown royal is fucking delicious, and I I definitely had my share of that last night, which we'll get into in a second. Um, because yeah, we've gotten we've got some good shout outs this week. We've gotten some great messages, some emails, uh, some pictures. We've just got we got a bunch of good shit to talk about before we get into uh, this week's show. Uh, a lot of people have reached out lately. Like I said, feel free. Any anything, suggestions, um, compliments, recipes, uh, criticism, criticisms. If you want to name call us, if you want to share share your favorite recipe. I, I would I would love to have a good chicken parm recipe. I'm going to throw this out there right now. You can do chicken parm. I want the listeners' best chicken and dumplings recipe. Chicken and dumplings. Okay, okay. Maybe a spicy chili recipe because my new thing now is is seeing how much hot sauce I can tolerate. So, yeah. you ever watch on YouTube that there's a show called First We Feast and they eat those really hot fucking wings? Oh goddamn! I love yeah. Yeah, Will, Will Ferrell was on this week, and and I love fucking Will Ferrell. So I don't love fucking him, but you know what I meant. Yeah, I, well, uh, Shia that's LaBeouf they also had on there, and I and yeah. I love Shia LaBeouf. So I, I didn't want that to come off too perverted. I don't want to. I don't want to fornicate Will Ferrell. Yeah, this is a very family friendly uh, podcast, so we're, we're yes. not talking about fornicating. No, no, we just like to use the f word. So, anyways, I bought some of that. The very last one that they do, it's called the bomb or whatever. The two million Scoville units. I bought some of that, but I have not tried it yet. I've got a whole bottle of it in the cabinet right now as we speak. I'm not shitting you, and uh, I'm not gonna give you the, or I'm not gonna put the name of the channel out to the world because it's our little boy. But he he has a YouTube channel and he actually ate some of it, and it it really fucked him up. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do it. So just stay tuned for that. So. Um, yeah. So anyways, you know, if you want to, if you want to criticize us, send us recipes, talk shit, whatever, uh, by all means, feel free to do so. Shout outs this week though, cause we got a little bit of a list of them for all you crazies out there. But first one, I'm going to start off with, uh, this was last night actually, because uh, frankly, um, if anybody, if you try to talk to me after about 10 30 PM central central time, I'm probably not going to remember anything that we talked about. Or, or if it's a message, even probably not going to remember anything that I messaged or text or whatever at all. 
So it, sometimes in the mornings when I get up, it's it's a little entertaining for me because I forgot whatever it was that happened. So anyways, I get a message last night. Now, mind you, the first one was at 10.56 p.m. So we're, we're in my blackout period, right? We're, we're already into that. I said, yeah, you're already exiting the stratosphere. I'm 20, that's 26, 26 minutes after my typical threshold of remembrance. And I don't remember, I don't remember responding to this, but I get a message last this, you know, like I said, last night from Mr. Dan Johnson. And apparently Mr. Johnson had been consuming alcoholic adult beverages as well. And he messages me at 10 56 PM. And he says, Hey, Nathan, love you. And DU meaning, meaning what? Uh, um, uh, let's see. Do you dang, dang unicorns, dang unicorns. Yeah. Dead unicorns. I said dang unicorn. Oh, drunk uncle. Okay. 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 I'm tracking dick uncle. Yeah. Dick. So he says, wondering if I PayPal or Venmo you and the drunk uncle, if you guys would three way call me and entertain my drunk ass. So we're not really into three-way anything for that matter. Well, we might be. I don't know. Nah, back in my younger years, I'd have probably I'd thrown my hat in the ring. And up until about 2003. Yeah, two th- yeah until the mid-2000s, sure. So anyways. And, uh, if you I, remember uh, me talking about that gay experience in 2007, that kind of all relates back to that. So Hey, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and no, no, but no respectable women want a three-way with us anyway. That's just. No, that, no. I mean, come on. If they did, we'd have to question them, right? Absolutely. Yeah. What do you want with us fucking retards? So anyways, I messaged him back 10 minutes later and said, thanks. We don't need any payment. We will talk to you regardless. Now, I don't know what time I eventually went to sleep or passed out or whatever you want to call it. So uh, forward the the truck up about 12 hours later. And and obviously, I, I didn't respond or anything. So this is all I get about four more messages from him. So the first one says, how about a Venmo? Each of you 20, each of you guys like 25 bucks to talk to me for a few minutes. If you have the time tonight, that is. Okay, so he wanted to talk last night. So then um, a few minutes later, fine, you drive a hard bargain. 50 for you and 52 for the drink, uncle. The next message says, whoops, 55 for you and only 52 for your meager counterpart. Then at 12.51 a.m., I get fine. 60 for you, 57 for the alum banian. So I don't know if you meant Alabama, Alabama, I don't know, or Albanian. I don't really know what the fuck he was talking about. So, yeah, so uh, you're probably not, If you, we'll talk to you guys. Hey, if anybody ever wants to chat for a little bit, as long as it's not like all fucking night long, because we drink and play video games and we have shit to do, but we have no problem chatting with people. But if, like I said, if you contact me after about 10.30 p.m., that's not going to be a very good time to do that. So, well, uh, I got so he called me your meager counterpart. Yes, counterpart. And uh, the definition of meager is of something provided or available that is lacking in quantity or quality. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how to take that. Uh, other words for this are inadequate, which many women have used to describe me in the past. So uh, uh, scanty, scant, uh, limited. But uh, the uh, the secondary definition of this is is um lean and thin so i'm gonna i'm gonna just just so i can sleep at night i'm gonna assume dan meant that i would he meant to say lean and thin because how would he know that you had a little wiener he there's no way so he has to be talking about my lean and thinness uh 10 years ago (laughs) well i know that you have a job 
and a lot of kids and a lot of other shit to do. So I don't think 1030 at night or even one o'clock in the morning as, as he later gets to would be a good time for you either. Now, uh, if you, if you're messaging me after 10 o'clock, you might as well, you don't, don't waste your time. Uh, even if I am awake, I rarely am, but even I have to get up at five o'clock in the morning, every morning. So, uh, even if I am awake, I'm, uh, I'm not going to respond because I don't want to, uh, start a conversation with somebody that I'm going to have to cut off in five to 10 minutes. So, yeah. uh, yeah. So that is the first person that has uh, gotten a hold of me and bargained for our attention. So that is that was a first. I have never had anyone message and want to pay us to talk to them. So well, I think we need so to bring that guy on here. He sounds like a good dude to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, like I told him, we don't need any payment. We'll talk to you regardless. So that goes for anybody. Just uh, don't. We're not going to do it at that hour of the night. So. And and trust me, you don't want to talk to me after that hour and, and at night anyway. You probably don't want to talk to Ken either. So, um, yeah. Also, so, I'm not Albanian. I'm I'm from Kentucky. Or Ala, Alabama, Alabama Banian, or whatever the hell it is not, that he says. Thinking uh, about Yeah, not not from Alabama. I'm from Kentucky, and in Kentucky, you know what? Alabama is probably better. Kentucky. I, thanks for thanks for calling me Al, Al, Alabama Annie 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 and. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just come. We'll, I'd like to have him on. Let's talk to this guy. Uh, get if, to know him a little bit. Sounds like a just, good dude. But I do just have to say before we move on here that that if this is actually um, low key prostitution negotiation, we don't do that either. We might have we might have Not mentioned on how, the air. Yeah, we we can't say that we would do that. We might have said that we've done some disfavorable things from time to time, but uh, if we did, you'd have to come. You'd have to bring your A game because fifty bucks ain't gonna cut it there, buddy. I'm willing to like do a thing where uh, we get our our listeners to lay their their ground speakers on the floor facing up, like Howard Stern did, and I'll start the mm-hmm. Very nice. and uh, and they can straddle it with their with their balls or their or their vagines. Uh, are there are there booty holes whatever they want to do press them against the subwoofer and then me yep. and nathan can just make bass noises with our mouths especially and, uh, if you drive a honda civic with subwoofers oh yeah you can just get back in the trunk and press your butthole against that subwoofer yeah. and then we'll just yeah we'll just we'll just make noises and well, uh and and that you can you guys can get close to us sexually that way absolutely Absolutely. And that would be All right, moving on, we've got a bunch more. So, uh, but either way, Mr. Dan Johnson, Mr. Daniel Johnson, I do appreciate you reaching out. Just do it before uh, 1030 at night. And if you actually legit want to talk to us, it needs to be way earlier than that because we got sh- we got shit to do. We got, like I said, we got video games to play. We got liquor to drink and <clears throat> other other ways that we waste our time. So either way. Uh, ch- ch- all right. Next one. Uh, Mr. Jason Baker. So this is a really good one. Actually, this was this was just earlier this afternoon. Mr. Jason Baker says, got into my car three different times, and each time I started the car, <clears throat> the show started to play over my Bluetooth in my car from my phone, even though I have closed all my apps in my phones. Apparently, he's a baller and has multiple phones. But anyways, he says, it's got a death curse. So I said, I said that's hilarious. And then he sent me a video of it actually just starting to play on its own. And I'm like, holy shit, that's pretty <laughs> damn funny. So he's just driving down the road and the show starts randomly playing right on his fucking Bluetooth. I watched it on the video, which I will send you later. So J- I think maybe Jason Baker has a death curse. Not not the show, not us. I think Jason Baker does. 
You heard, yeah. you heard it right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Send me that video after we get and and you know, Jason Baker's been a longtime listener, and I've known him for, for many, many years. And uh that's just uh that's just a good old boy, Jason is. I think he's a California guy, but uh he sure don't act like him. That's a good old boy. San Diego, yes. That's SD costume guy. He's got a kick ass YouTube channel. Go check it out. Uh twenty some thousand subscribers, I think. Awesome costume tips. We've talked about him before, and he is going to be a guest on here soon. So stay tuned for that, as we called him the Master Cosplayer. So, anyways, funny and shit the work there. he puts into his costumes and the time and the detail is is next to next to none. Next Absolutely. to none. And he's very accessible. If anybody has costume questions, if you watch any of his videos, reach out. He's always active on social media. And uh, like I said, SD Costume Guy on YouTube. And I think that's his Instagram handle too. Yes, it is SD Costume Guy. Uh, so anyway, thanks, Jason. Appreciate that little tidbit. That's some funny ass shit. And also I talked to our friend, Mr. James Rodney, Mr. James Amaral uh, from Slasher Graphics. And last night he was sure to let me know that he's possibly going to be changing his fulfillment partner which he says will lead to an inventory shakeup. So apparently that will allow him to do more products. So he says shower curtains, travel mugs, tumblers, blankets, up to 5X zip up hoodies. So he said basically uh, bath towels, uh, what else is on here? A few other things. So he says expect the official drunk uncle jizz rag to go live shortly. Oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. I can't wait to use it myself. Oh, man. I mean, can you imagine a drunk uncle blanket? The, I mean, just think of all the pecker tracking you would do on that thing. Holy shit. That's that's years worth of open space to paint. That's, I mean, how long do you keep like a, a comforter or whatever, like a bed, that, a bed blanket? I mean, how long do you – how much use do you really get out of one of those? Mine doesn't I mean, last very long because I, I, just, I just destroy the shit out of them. Uh, I mean, we've had one up there, uh, that my grandma made. So I try to kind of avoid splash marks on it, but, um, yeah, you get one from Walmart. That thing ain't lasting. I don't, don't know. Maybe a year like now. You got to steer way clear of that. No, you don't want to, you don't want to splotch up Nana's work. So, um, yeah, just by the junk uncle. Is there going to be a drunk uncle blanket? Well, apparently there's going to be. Just like right now, we have the Drunk Uncle shirt. We got the Camp Blood Radio shirts, hoodies. Apparently, it's going to be <clears> – <throat> those are going to stay intact, obviously, but a bunch of other items are going to get added. So we'll probably have the hat that we mentioned and then uh, the things that I just mentioned. So, yes, blankets, mugs, um, towels, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So like an That's official – I mean, y- you can use a Camp Blood Radio blanket as a, as a or – a towel is a jizz rag too, if you want. You don't. You don't have to necessarily be the du. You <laughs> yeah, know. I would feel very arrogant ordering something with my face on it. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. I don't, you imagine wearing that around? Look, well, look here's it's me I'm, on. I'm gonna give it's you me a on me. I'm gonna give you a little secret, okay? And I'm okay. not gonna give you any more information than this. But well, let's just put it this way: you're gonna see your face at Horror Hound. Oh Jesus! What does that That's mean? All- that's all I'm going to tell you because I, I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin it, but you're going to see it. It's not going to be on like a Jumbotron, is it? Because all I'm saying is that you're going to see it at Horror Hound in Cincinnati in March. That's all okay. I'm going to tell you. Okay. So, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited, but not really. 
be on the lookout because okay. I have I have received correspondence from an individual who had a question and I answered their question and you will be seeing your face at around. <laughs> and this and, and I, uh, did you know about this before? Have I said anything about this? No, this is the first time that I'm hearing about it right now live on, there you on go. uh and for anybody else, uh, you'll you'll be seeing my face there too in person. Uh, yes. If you wanna if you wanna come to Whorehound Cincinnati, I'll be there. So I, I don't know what the, what the hell is going on. I don't know what Nathan's got planned here. But I don't um, have anything planned. This had nothing to do with me. This person reached out to me and they had a question. I answered the question and we moved forward. I had nothing to do with me whatsoever. Do I know this person? Yes, you do. Mm, yes, you. I, mean, do. I bet it's I bet it's old SJJ. No, it is not. I will tell you that. Hmm. They are not from South Jersey. That's all I will say. Is it? Uh, not gonna tell you. I, I'll find out. I'll find. Is it? Oh, tell. I bet it's Joe Gallo. I'm not gonna tell you. It is not Joe Gallo. I, I'm gonna say that too. That's that's all I'm gonna say. It is not Joe Gallo. It is not. Uh, it's not Kane Hodder, is it? Fuck. God damn it! All right. Well, <laughs> since you guessed it, son of a bitch. He's gonna okay. be there. Kane might have bought one of your shirts. God damn it. Okay, so anyways, be on the lookout for some new products. Um, he says it's going to take him a little while to get everything set up, but we will definitely look forward to Drunk Uncle beat-off dials. So, okay, okay, that sounds good, man. In the near future. Also, shout-out to Joe Gallo, just because. Just just because we like Joe Gallo. And we like his, his nudie pictures with all of his scantily clad women that he posts all the time. Oh, absolutely. Naked in the woods and all that fun stuff. So just just a shout-out just because. How about that? We don't really need a reason. And shout-out to, of course, to Brian Emenheiser, the Emin Bader, the Brian Bader. And his post, I mean, he he is a very diligent, hardworking um how else do I describe Brian? He's a meme artist. He's a he's a he's a photo he's a photo man. Meme. I don't know if you want, yeah memes. Some of them are memes, but post a lot of funny shit. And I I had no idea. You did not tell me that you applied to Home Depot. Well, I I kind of keep I keep my cards close to the chest. You know I don't. I had to find out through the internet. I'm like I'm like an athlete that finds out that they were fucking traded on Twitter. So I, wake I don't up. even know where he got that picture. I've never even seen it. I wake I up today and I see there's this picture and I'm like, oh, okay. And we're at the Home Depot and I had no idea that you had applied at the Home Depot. Well, Tom put in a good word for me and uh, yeah. my knowledge of lumber is, is next to none. And, uh, you know, I was, I was hired right in. So, yeah. So I was there picking up some lumber because I'm working on the sign that you see on Friday the 13th, part seven, when they're driving and they're, they're cutlass or whatever it is that they're driving. And it just says Crystal Lake and it's got 15 miles below. Uh, I was buying the lumber for that because I've been working so I'm aware. hard. I'm aware. I sold it to you. Yes. Trying to recreate this sign. And you guys were very, very helpful. Tom is, I mean, bless his heart for loading up all that lumber with his 80-year-old back. He, I mean, such a hard worker. And then who do I see? Who, who else is there? Vincent DeSanti is there picking up <laughs> items for Never Hike in the Snow. The and odd. Then, the and odd. Who else is there? Brian Emenheiser is there. I so was so embarrassed because you know, me and Tom were the only ones on the clock. 
Right. And I, I mean, you looked f- just fantastic with your, your hair all slicked back and your, your, your glasses were nice and straight and your beard was nice and combed and, and smelled, uh, you smelled very, um, very, very lumbery. Like maybe you took a bath and, um, and sawdust. Well, well, I'm shooting for management, and they say dress for the job that you want, not the one that you have. So yeah, and then there's Tom wearing a Friday the Thirteenth Part Five shirt with his apron. Yeah, because he's happy with the job he has. He is. Well, he's as top as you can. He's the top dog. He's the fucking GM. You can't get any higher than that. So, so we're all standing there having a fucking circle jerk. It's like holy shit at the Home Depot. I would have never expected expected this. And then Tom, such a gracious. And generous man, he invited us back to the break room to have a cup of Folgers. Such a, such a nice afternoon it was. Just another afternoon at Home Depot. There's never a bad day, but uh, any day that Vincent DeSanti and Nathan Barker, Tom Morgan, and, and old SJJ are all there under one roof, forget about it. Forget I mean, about it. F- fucking crazy. And just think, that's probably going to happen on a regular basis. You know, what's that? What's that? Um, that movie with Jessica Simpson. And Dax Shepard, uh, employee of Chandler's, the month. Chandler's list. Employee of the month. Oh, and yeah, they and, the and they have like that that hidden hidden area in the store where they where they all hang out. The employees hang out. You and Tom will probably create one of these hidden areas somewhere in Home Depot that the customers don't know about. It's like a little secret area. And oh, guys, we have several of them already. Yeah, but I, mean, I I what I envision is you would eventually when we're there spending our spending our uh, hard earned money on your products that you'll invite us back for coffee in these secret areas and we'll have, we'll have Friday the 13th beat off sessions in these special places. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't want to give away too much, but I'm just go back to the fridge and, and, and an appliance section and find a black Maytag. Um, uh, and I'll see you there. All right. Open that, open that door and, and just go on down the hallway. Well, and you need to keep me more uh, abreast of your, your life decisions because I was caught off guard because you know how much I love Tom Morga and I'm now jealous that you get to work with him side by side. You know, you brought up employee of the month and that's a very overrated or not over underrated overlooked comedy masterpiece. That's it a is. really good movie. It's got Pedro Andy, in it. Andy Dick. Yeah. Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. But Andy yeah. Dick is fucking hilarious in that movie. He is. He is. No, I love that movie. And Dane I Cook, Jess- I believe. I love Jessica Simpson. So yeah, with her big ass ears. She's all right with me. I don't care if she had the big ears. You know what? I'm, we're, we might just see if maybe maybe if she wants. You never know. Maybe Jessica Simpson wants a shirt. Maybe we'll reach out to her too. Yeah. So, shout out to well. shout out to to fucking Nikki Benz too. I mean, did you see her sporting that that Camp Blood Radio one piece, standing on the fucking yacht, just looking all radiant? Oh, I saw it. I saw it, oh. and it's crazy to me because that picture looked like it was taken, I don't know, maybe in the late 90s, and, and Camp Blood, is, as far as our incarnation of it, has only been around for about a year and a half, two years. So it's just crazy that we could pull that off like that. Well, I mean, so, I, it's the <laughs> photographer. You know, they like to make things look vintage nowadays with filters. Oh, I got you. I got you. So, yeah, it was definitely taken just like a week ago. I mean, you okay. can clearly tell that. I mean, come on. But look at her just standing on that boat with that uh, Baywatch. Well, it was black, but it kind of looked like a Baywatch bikini. And just with that, with that, uh, just brilliant Camp Blood Radio logo right, right on the, right on the, the front. You know, right, right there for everybody to see, right there in the, in the sunshine. Oh yeah, uh, just rocking the hell out of it. Yeah, just rocking the hell out of it. And we can't. We, I mean, I was just beside myself when I seen that. I mean, I. She's she's basically like our mascot. 
I mean, we've really come a long way. We've come a long way, and the relationship really seems to kind of, of course, business business relationship just really seems to be developing nicely there. So shout out to Nikki Benz uh, for for uh, supporting supporting the uh, the Camp Blood Radio apparel, if you will. And also, I received an email from a gentleman who goes by Ryan A. Now, Ryan A. writes in, this was just a few days ago. He's not on Facebook, so he chose the email route. And <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read just a few pieces of it from here. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he says, Hi, Nathan and Drunk Uncle Kent. Hope you guys are well. My name is Ryan, and I'm a first-time writer to the show. I wanted to reach out to say you guys are doing a great job with Camp Blood Radio. I recently have been on a kick of rewatching all the Friday movies, uh, yada, yada, yada. I think the podcast has improved a lot from the earlier episodes, and you guys have been the most consistent and entertaining hosts. I guess that makes me a Barker slash Mullins dick rider. Oh, yeah, and, baby. Yeah, that's right. wear protection because you ain't walking away from this and clean. No, you're not. You're going to be at one of them <laughs> awkward doctor visits, buddy, so you better wrap on, too. Uh, but yes, that would be a dick rider. So he says, some things I'd like to hear you guys discuss for the fans are things like the Friday the 13th legal troubles. Um, with the upcoming Friday the 13th in March, what traditions do you guys have? Where do you watch, et cetera, et cetera. And more on Richard Brooker and Ted White, who I agree are two of the most interesting Jasons in real life. Hope you can get Tom Morgan on the show one day too. Well, guess what? Kent works with Tom now, so we're going to make that shit happen. So he goes uh, on to say that he's heading to Blairstown in March for a screening. So maybe Ryan A can meet Joe Gallo and meet Brian Bader and they can hang out. And he says, uh, I am not on Facebook, but hoping you guys have a discord page or something like that one day. I'll let you two guys get back to beating off to part three and Jason takes Manhattan respectively. Take care, fellas. Also enjoying the late nineties slash early two thousands nostalgia. Ryan A from New Jersey. So, Thank you, Ryan. Well, that sounds like a, a very pleasant young man. And it let does. me ask you this. Have you ever met a Ryan that you didn't like? See, my brother, my youngest brother's name is Ryan. And uh, he's the best out of our family, out of the young men anyway. Uh, and, I, and I got to thinking, I don't think I've ever met a Ryan I didn't like. Have you? Well. Be honest now. Well, I'm trying to think. I mean, you put me on the spot. And I have to think about the 611 people named Ryan that I know and if I hate any of them. And the most beautiful man in the world is named Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. So, uh, stop that right now. You are the most beautiful man in the world, Mr. <laughs> Mr. McMullins. I don't deserve that. You Thank you. Your hipster beard and your fancy haircuts. Yeah, those, that picture. Where the fuck did he get that? Those <laughs> <laughs> Brian Emenheiser, where in the fuck did you get this picture at? You need I've never even up. seen that picture. You, you know what he might have done? <laughs> He might have, he might have snuck in your house and licked the small of your back to see what kind of body wash you use, and then he snapped. Ah, that sounds so good. I would have woke up for that definitely. <laughs> I think that I think he might have he might have snuck in your house and he got that of you without you knowing. I just uh, I'm genuinely curious because I don't think I've ever seen that picture before. So so uh, it's definitely me, but I, I don't remember taking it. I don't know where it came from. I was more trying to figure that out than anything when I saw the the meme that he made there. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was impressed. But yeah. Ryan, yeah, thanks, Ryan. Uh, we appreciate that. That means a lot, man. And and uh, as far as my plans for, well, what are you doing for Friday the 13th, Nathan? Well, that's a good question. Um, well, first off, I just want to say thanks to Ryan again. I appreciate that. That was an awesome email. 
and I, we do appreciate the compliments. And like I said, we we did have a few more. We did exchange some more pleasantries, a few a few emails, and I just let him know that we we're just going a little bit different direction with the show. And there's obviously only so much we can say about Friday the 13th, and a lot of it's already been said. And how can we freshen things up and keep people engaged and blah 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 blah. So. This is kind of what we come up with, and uh, obviously people are liking it. So, but thanks for reaching out. Like I said, I I, I told him we would uh, definitely address some of the things. We're not going to talk about Richard Brooker and uh, Ted White right now. Um, we'll discuss more on them later. But as as far as what we can do on this episode, before we get into some further things, we do have a Friday the Thirteenth coming up, as you clowns all know. March Thirteenth is the next one. And what am I going to be doing? So. Probably I'm just going to go out on a limb here and I'm probably going to be drinking. I'm probably going to be drinking adult beverages. And I'm probably going to be playing video games and I'm probably just going to get drunk and and uh, jam out online like an adult would do. Well, um, here's, so, I guess you, here's the thing before you answer that <clears throat> is every day. This is why I tell a lot of people, because I, I hear that question quite a bit and I love Friday the 13th and Friday the 13th is like my entire life for the most part and my whole house. Well, the majority of my house, I do have nightmare on Elm street out some Halloween stuff, blah, blah, blah. But most of my house is decorated in Friday the 13th related stuff. <clears throat> I do this show. I run death curse designs where I recreate, um, camp crystal lake signs and yada, yada. And I talked to a lot of people who were involved in Friday and, when you do that every day, every day is like Friday the 13th for me. So when a real Friday the 13th gets here, it's almost like, I don't want to say the magic is gone, but it's it's not really that big of a deal. So in, it, I hate to say it because I, I don't want to sound you know lame or whatever, but it's, it's basically just another day for me because unless I'm around like-minded friends, which I have been from time to time, we have got together and, you know, got, had groups of people and went out and partied and, or hung out at each other's houses or, or just whatever, or been at a convention or been at something where there was an event that was Friday the 13th related. But when that's not the case, it's just another day for me. So most likely what I'll be doing is I'll probably just be drinking my Keystone light or drinking some vodka and just hanging out and playing video games and just, that's about it. So there's my answer. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> I don't, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I, I don't usually do anything special. It's, it's going to be any other Friday. I'll wake up about five. Um, I'll, I'll hit the snooze button once and then wake up again, 15 minutes later, and then have to have to rush to get, to get ready for work. I'll eat a, a breakfast. It's usually something along the lines of, of, of a grilled chicken breast or maybe um, a chicken salad sandwich or some hard boiled eggs and then I'll uh, I'll be about five or ten minutes late for work. I'll clock in. Fortunately, my boss is one of my really good friends. We'll 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 laugh about the fact that I'm late, and uh, we'll cut up. And then I'll I'll work for eight hours. I'll uh, I'll come home. I'll get home about four four thirty. Uh, I mean, you're going wife, you're going hour by hour. Yeah, my wife will okay. at four thirty. My my wife will she'll have dinner ready, and that'll probably be I don't know salmon patties. Maybe I'm thinking that day that'll be salmon patties. I really like salmon patties, so I'm kind of wishful thinking here. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe some broccoli and a, and a tall glass of ice water, and uh, and then and then I'll 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 read, do some writing. I'm writing for a new podcast that I'm going to be a part of. That's not going to change this one. Nothing's changing. Still going to be a part of this one. I'm going to have two two under my belt now. But uh, I might just, just replace you. 
Maybe I'm taking no. applications for yeah. a new job. <laughs> I might have you on as a guest if you'd be okay with that at some point. I don't it's know. A, it's it. going to be a true crime podcast. Uh, actually doing it with a fellow named Jack Luna, who who has a very successful true crime podcast. So uh, it's going to be more scripted. But uh, yeah, you could be a you could be a guest on there. That'd be a lot of fun. I'll but I'll probably uh, either read or research for for the episodes for that because I'm doing a lot of writing with that. Uh, the the script for the first episode was 34 pages, so it's pretty a lot of work, a lot of work there. And then I uh, play with the kids. I'll play with the kids uh, down a few shots of whiskey, uh, and and then and then pass out and 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 do it all again the next day. And that's how I'm celebrating Cel- celebrating baiting. Uh, Friday the 13th. Baiting. You know where your mind's at. Yeah, always. 24-7. That's the mind of an addict. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, that sounds like an interesting day. So, once again, just another day for you. Honestly, I probably won't even watch a Friday the 13th film. I might. About the only time since I've seen him 10 billion times a piece, about the only time I watch one nowadays is just when I feel like it. Like, I have to, for whatever reason, just... Hey, I want to watch Friday the 13th part three or part six or whatever randomly. And then I'll watch one. So yeah, I watch them a lot while I'm working in the base, in the, in the basement down. Well, that's where my shop is. So uh, I usually have one in the background while I'm making masks or sculpting or painting or, or making a mold or, or what have you. That's when I get a lot of my horror movie watching in. That's usually okay. out of the side of my eye, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, this Friday the 13th, there's there's no events or anything that I'm a part of or going to. So it's just another day, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, so hopefully that kind of answers your question. I don't really have any traditions or anything that I do on those days. I will be wearing a Friday the 13th shirt, I will say that, uh, and probably some other apparel. But um, this particular one, like I said, just another day, so... Uh, I'm, I'm not going to give my hour by hour recap because I don't really know what that'll be because my life isn't structured like the drunk uncle because I don't have 17 kids and I don't have to clock in and out like he does. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but my life operates differently. So I don't really know what I'm going to do until I see how hungover I am when I wake up. <clears throat> and then I will say I'll probably be on the couch for several hours recuperating. And then whenever I feel somewhat human again and get rehydrated, then I'll just do whatever I feel like. So. Yeah, after you have uh, kids, life kind of becomes like uh, that that Bill Murray movie, Groundhog Day. Yeah, I can imagine that. So, yeah. So, anyways, um, that's that for the upcoming Friday the Thirteenth coming up here in a few weeks in March. And also, uh, a while back, I think it was Russ Hewitt, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't write it down. I just jotted jotted down the question. I'm pretty sure it was Russ Hewitt. Russ is a regular listener, and so I'm sure it was him. But he messaged in and he, he wanted to know if, if the drunk uncle and I would give our thoughts on um, or, or opinions or whatever on some of the fan films because we're flooded with fucking fan films right now. If we would give our thoughts on these on these guys that are doing multiple crowdfunding campaigns. So obviously most people work for a living. You got to go to your job. You got to pay the bills. Uh, you may or may not have a lot left over to donate to the crowdfunding campaigns or to buy show shirts for that matter. Uh, that's right. Show shirts at slasher dot graphics. Uh, so with that in mind, when these guys are doing multiple campaigns, it's hard to support everybody. Right. And you're a working man. You've got a family. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so as far as our opinion goes, I'm sure that 
that Kent, Kent and I have not talked about this, so there's no pre-planning. We don't script this show. We just roll off the cuff. So a lot of times he doesn't even know what the fuck we're even going to talk about sometimes. Yeah, I don't know before, right before we start recording. So. Right. <laughs> exactly. So anyways, here's what I'll say about, about them. For example, Vince DeSanti never hiked in the snow, and that's an installment setup. So each one is going to be its own beast, essentially. So if he's doing multiple ones, it's multiple installments. So that kind of goes hand in hand. So, But it also goes with personal preference and opinion and who you want to support or whose project you believe in over the next one because, as we've said, there's no there's there's a shit ton of them right now. So obviously, unless you have a money tree outside, you can't just be throwing money to all of them. And the same with some of them in the past that are already done. That, and I don't know. I don't know exactly who all has done multiple crowdfunding campaigns. I'm not. I'm. I didn't look it up because I just. I know some of them have. But also, one thing to think about is if they didn't raise enough money the first time that they needed, they're probably going to have to go back a second time, right? So Absolutely. Yeah. That would that would lead you to believe well. They need more money. They didn't get it. And I'll use um, I'll use Dave Brown as, as an example. Dave Brown was on recently from his name was Jason. And I talked to Dave a little bit. And I also talked to a couple other people about crowdfunding being low. And I, I said the same thing. I said, well, there's been so many of them. People are obviously going to run out of money or they're getting tired of hearing about the fan films or they're losing interest, et cetera, et cetera. But you got to you got to stay boots to the ground and if the first one wasn't successful then you got to try a second one if you want your project to be done but how do i feel about it in general i i don't really care because i'll either choose to donate or i will not donate one way or the other if they want to have one campaign or 40 of them i don't really give a shit one way or the other that's basically the way i stand but i understand you do what you got to do to get your project funded and do I have an issue with it? No, I don't, because once again, it's the it's the fan or the backer, as as they're called. It's it's their decision. So you either donate or you don't donate. I, I don't really know what else we can say about that. So I'll let you I'll let you go from there. No, I'm 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 in the exact same wheelhouse as you. Uh, I personally, the only ones that I've ever ever backed were Never Hawk Alone and uh, Never is it Never Hawk in the Snow, the one that they're working on right now. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole, there's more than that, but yes. Uh, whatever the next one is, I can't remember now. Vincent's probably going, what the fuck, if he's listening no, to you're this. Right, you're right. But uh, I did back it. The, the the next one in the shoot, I backed it. Got my, I got my uh, little prizes there already. Got that Blu-ray for Never Hike Alone. Super stoked about that. But uh, the, as far as uh, backing a, a film, that's the only two I've ever done. And um, I, man, honestly, I, I back so many podcasts. Uh, I'm part of so many podcast Patreons that uh, I just, I don't want to throw any more dollars at any other people's creative endeavors because I already do so much of that with, with other people's podcasts. So yeah, if you want to spend your money on it, go for it, man. It's, it's all good. Uh, I'm just not, there's just so many fan films. Like there the is, market there is. is so saturated right now. And I just, uh, uh, I feel a lot of things about it that I'm not going to go into, but I'm basically in the same wheelhouse as you. Yeah. And I'm not either because it's just not, I mean, some things are just better left unsaid. We'll just put it that way. I just leave it as just do whatever the fuck you want to do. If you want to back them cool. If not, I mean, 
don't feel like just because it's a Friday film that you need to back it and support the Friday community because I'll just be honest, there's fan films that I don't give a fuck about. I'm not even going to watch them. So I don't give a shit. So whether that sounds bad or not, so be it. I don't really care. But just because it's Friday, there's Friday the 13th studio films that I don't fucking like. So do you think I'm going to like all these goddamn fan films? No, absolutely not. And I know that they can't be held to the same standard as the studio, but if you're going to put it out there, you better expect some criticism, right? So, I, I I mean, I hate to sound harsh, but I mean, there's just some of them I have no interest in. So I'm so not the way I feel to... about it with fan films. I'm just going to say it like I, I don't. I don't feel like it matters because none of this is ever going to be accepted as canon to the franchise. So like it just feels kind of like to me like a waste of time. There's never going to be merchandise or action figures or anything accepted by the studios themselves as this there's there's never going to be so like it's it's like kind of just doesn't matter to me and that was why never hawk alone was such a big deal because it almost was and by the friday the 13th community it has been accepted as canon and, and there's been action figures uh not from like you know NECA or anything but i've seen them made and you know there's merchandise for it and it was such a big success so and it kind of was the only one so far that has been able to beat that kind of ball and chain tied to its foot from the get-go and uh yeah. that's a hard that's a hard thing to beat and it, and, and it's very it, it's very unlikely to happen again i think yeah no that that's true that's true like i said they're they're um never hike alone i mean everything's pretty much been said about that but it did it set a new precedence for fan films because of what we typically were seeing in the past but the uh I, I just tell people just do whatever works for you don't feel like you're obligated to help everyone no they're, because they're, they're gonna keep ridiculous they're gonna keep popping up it's not gonna stop because now it's now fan films are the new thing now we're gonna get one on nightmare on elm street we've got umpteen million fucking halloween fan films and i don't have a problem with people doing fan films go make i i you know i i back you i support you i'll i'll go do whatever your creative mind wants to do so but don't expect all of the fan base to be financially behind you because you're not the only one. So that's why I just tell people do whatever works for you. And I guess we'll just leave it at that. So, all right, moving on. Hopefully that answered your question, Russ, uh, anything else on that topic or any other, anything else, just, uh, just let us know. And if it wasn't you, Russ, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure it was. So, um, I ooh. like Russ Hewitt. Yes, and Russ purchased a shirt, and he sent in a picture, and I will post it to the show page. But we're getting a bunch of those, and I'm not going to post them all at once, or then they'll kind of lose their their flair, if you will. I don't want anybody to miss out on their little little uh, time in the spotlight, if you want to call it that. So yeah, Russ is not a good old boy, though. Yeah, I, Jason Baker, the one of his bad grandpa wearing the hoodie that said it's got a death curse. That thing's had like fifteen thousand plus views. So there's going to be a lot, there's a lot of people that see these posts. So uh, make sure they're good pictures when you send them in people. We appreciate it. So be creative. We'll just put it that way. And also I'm waiting back on uh, some of our models. They have their shirts, but I haven't seen the pictures yet. So we'll be posting those pictures up. I thought maybe this week I would get some, but I have not yet. And I, I told them no pressure just whenever they get to it. So those will be popping up pretty soon. So hopefully maybe next week that'll start. And, uh, and you just never know who might be wearing a shirt or, or apparel, if you will. I mean, look at Nikki Benz out of the blue. So And you, you all just... can use those in tandem with your uh, drunk uncle blanket or rag. 
Yes, yes. Or who knows what we're going to come up with next. I mean, we might surprise you with some with some new products even beyond that. So we'll we'll have to see. All right, moving on past that, Camp Blood Radio takes over the world map. We're going to check in with that again, and we officially have listeners from South Africa. Oh, now, wow. Okay. Now, I want to say this before we get into fun facts about South Africa. When I think of South Africa, you know what I think about? I think about the sharks, the Great White Sharks Club and the Baby Seals. Oh, I thought you were going to say something really racist. <laughs> No, I just think about watching Shark Week and and like I think South Africa is one of the places with like the biggest great white sharks and you see them just clubbing them fucking baby seals out out there just going to town on them where they jump out of the water and fucking sky high. You know what I mean? You've seen it. Yeah, I know what you mean, but you know, I'm looking at South Africa right now and this just looks like uh this looks like a very pleasant pleasant place. Look at this. Well, I don't know. I I've never been there, but there are some fun facts and the first I know they'd, human... be, they'd be killing a lot of white people down there, but aside from that, you know, little probably the uh, the first human heart transplant was performed in Cape Town in 1967. That's a very fun fact. Oh, that's fun. Yes, absolutely. And as of last year, 2019, South Africa had the world's highest level of income inequality, according to the World Bank. Oh, well, that's also fun. You yes, say inequality. Yes. Inequality, yes. Oh, that's nice. And another <laughs> inequality uh, between races or genders or, or or what? I mean, that's just what it said. I don't know. That's probably genders. And, yes, and and the next couple are the best, and we'll probably just leave it at that because we need to move on. Okay. South Africans have one of the highest rates of HIV in the world. Oh wow! You might want to, <laughs> when you're raw dogging it over there and flandering around the South Africa bars, you might want to think about that one. I don't know, but looking at this place and how beautiful it is, man, I might take a shot of the HIV for uh, I mean, for a spot here. Or, I mean, because look at Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson's been alive, what, 93 years? Well, I don't think Magic Johnson was out clapping it up in South Africa either. Yeah, but he's got the HIV. And The last and, time he took a test, they didn't even show any traces in his body. You believe that? What? So we've cured it. That's all that is. I think Magic Johnson cured it. Well, he don't have that name for no what? reason. I'm a Lakers fan, so I hope, hopefully he lives forever. Yeah, Magic Johnson was the man back in the 90s. Yes, he was <laughs> during the, the great time. I'm just and, looking at and I, and I made a comment about uh, white people getting murdered. I know that's not a common thing there, but I think in South Africa, uh, white farmers are being targeted and killed, uh, and that's what I was referring to. And uh, I'm not outraged. I'm not mad. I was just making a, a joking passing comment. So. Uh, I just wanted to clarify that. Fair enough. All right. The last fun fact we're going to talk about and then we're going to move on is South Africa is the only country to voluntarily abandon its nuclear weapons program. Uh, why? Fuck. <laughs> why? Why? I give up on that. That's... Can someone please let us know why you would do that? I mean, seriously. <laughs> But no, I hear, I have friends that have vacationed in South Africa. They said it's fucking beautiful. The food's phenomenal. And watch out for sharks because they're fucking violent over there. And I'll be honest, I'm, I am scared to death of sharks. I'm just trying I to am. figure out why they abandoned their nuclear. Like, what? Were they, did they get halfway through it and go, man, this is hard? I don't know. <laughs> I no Fuck this shit. But 
Yeah, don't worry about getting uh, blown up by nuclear bombs because I don't have any more over there, but you will get your ass destroyed by a fucking great white. I We've already you. talked about sharks on the show and how terrifying those motherfuckers are. They absolutely are, and I know that they're absolutely ridiculously horrifying in South Africa because I've watched Shark Week repeatedly. So, anyways, that's enough about the world map for this week. We've had a bunch more countries check in, so stay tuned for more on that. And also, the uh, I want to give a shout-out, or no, not a shout-out. I wanted to mention, because I forgot to say this, like the last four episodes, is because I value education, and we value education so much here on Camp Blood Radio. You know what I've decided to do? I've decided to learn Spanish, and I have been taking Spanish lessons. I just wanted to share that with you. You've been eating it. You know, eating at Taco Bell three times a week does not count. I did not know what Yo Quiero Taco Bell meant until four weeks ago. I, I did not know what that meant. I'll be honest. Are they are they getting are they getting doxxed and dragged on Twitter by the LGBT community community? Oh, they are not. They are not. No, for saying but, queer. But I no. But I know that. <laughs> I know that. But I will say that I'm taking lessons online and a, a couple different ways and i'm using an app and i'm just going to give a shout out they did not pay me to do this by any means i'm doing this all on my own accord and there's an app out there and you can use it not just for spanish but for all kinds of other languages but it's called duo lingo d-u-o oh, you're actually you you aren't doing a bit you're no, actually I'm, learning spanish I'm dead serious okay well good on you man you're better yes. than yourself that's good absolutely l-i-n-g-o duolingo very very popular app out there i had no idea what it was i have some friends that are learning spanish and it's honestly something that i always wanted to do i just uh was too busy out, out doing burnouts in my uh cars and listening to motley crew and uh, drinking 30 keystones a day so i didn't have time for spanish just being so, a little shit just being the person that you wanted to punch in the face yeah just total fucking knob <clears throat> so yeah so i didn't have time to learn spanish but now that I do have time, I thought, what the hell? So I've literally immersed myself in it aggressively. Like I said, multiple online um, lessons. Uh, I have a, an instructor on Skype and I'm using several different apps, but I really love this Duolingo. And if anybody is even remotely interested in learning a language, I highly recommend it. And they have a free version, but they also have a plus version. And I think it's $12.99 a month, but it has helped me tremendously. So I think within the next probably three to four months, I'll be communicating pretty well as far as I'm concerned. So, no, I, that was not a joke. I legit, it's something I've wanted to do. And you know what? We have a shit ton of listeners. I mean, look at look at some of the countries that have checked in. We got Mexico. Yeah, a lot of them are Spanish-speaking countries. Absolutely. So maybe maybe you should learn Spanish, and we can simulcast in Spanish. Man, listen to me. I've barely got English down pat. I, I would love... Imagine? Hang on. Can you imagine what Spanish would sound like with your hillbilly accent? Oh, my God. It'd be awful. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody going to fucking listen to that shit. I'm going to tell you that right now. Give me a give me a Spanish sentence right now. Oh, my God. I don't even I don't even want to bother. I don't even want to hear it right now. Well, I don't, I don't <laughs> want the recorded evidence of this. We'll talk about that later. Stay, stay tuned. But so. Yo, Cuero Taco Bell, man. Yeah, just well, you can just say that. You'll out Taco Bell. That's good enough. For an hour and a half, we'll just do an episode where you're speaking fluent Spanish, Spanish, and I'm just saying you'll queer out Taco Bell there over to anything you say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but now, yeah, I, that's I, 
Check it out, though. If you have any interest whatsoever, check that app out at least. Good deal, man. I, and I would love to learn Spanish, too, if I had the time. Um, like I said, I think that's probably the second most famous language, right? Most popular, most it used. It is. Um, yeah. And it's just All right. A- so enough about that. Um, I, I wish I would have started. I will say that I wish I would have started learning sooner than in my mid to late 30s. because. But like I said, I was busy being a dickhead for the the majority of the beginning portion in my earlier years, we'll put it that way. So I was just looking through some pictures and I know I just said pictures like printed out pictures. I found like three old photo albums. This was like yesterday or the day before I was uh, getting rid of some stuff in the old basement. And um, I found three photo albums and a lot of them were the frosted tips days, a uh, bunch of pictures of my old cars. Cause like I said, I always, I always had to have badass cars to, uh, to make up for my inadequate wiener. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're meager. So my meager, my meager sexual member. You're meager. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> I found a bunch of those and they're fucking hilarious. And, uh, that definitely brought back some good memories. So, um, but maybe we might have to start posting a couple pictures every now and again, just for, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. I'll try uh, to dig some up from, uh, the old drunk uncle back when he was drunk cousin, drunk cousin, there drunk you go. cousin days. Yeah, a younger Mullins. So uh, that'd be fun. Yeah, we'll dig some up. It's kind of saddening, though, because I'm looking through these pictures and I'm like, I wish that I had all the money that I wasted on a lot of crap that I just really didn't need. And I think about that all the time. I'm sure everybody does. I'm sure everybody does. I mean, it's it's insane. Like I said, just looking at looking at the cars and car parts and you know stereo equipment and blah blah blah. I mean, just that money alone is is astronomical. I mean, ridiculous. just stereo equipment. Oh just, yeah, yeah. Not even the parts, just the. For me, yeah. I don't know how you were. I, I spent. Oh my god, dude. I don't. I, I don't even want to know how much money I spent on amplifiers and subwoofers and tweeters, and and capacitors and and. Ugh, head Every, unit. You gotta have subwoofers, man, because you get you're driving, you know, and you start getting the the tick. You start getting the the the, the inkling that you know. You might not have a young lady with you at the time. Maybe you're by yourself, and maybe you need to pull over and have a little session with your subwoofers. Yeah, yeah. And now, you know, as you get older, you start getting all about that treble. Yeah. And that's where I'm at now. I just like me a good set of tweeters and six benigns, and I'm happy. There you go. There you go. Yeah, but no, I was thinking um, the other day when you said something about subwoofers not being a thing or whatever and i was sitting in traffic and i seen i seen a young man near this college campus and he was sitting sitting in an escalade and he was sitting on his uh 37 inch rims and his tender windows and his the rear of the hatch was you know the 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 license plate was doing the rattle rattle and the thing looked like it was going to start hopping away and then i'm thinking and he was on his cell phone which is a big no-no where i live at we don't we don't drive and talk on the phone hands-free so, and I'm thinking to myself, <clears throat> major flashback for, to the late 90s and early 2000s. And you're going to know exactly where I'm going with this. But back in my day, the, these, these dildos nowadays don't know what distracted driving is. They, they have no idea. You want to talk distracted driving real quick before we finish the, the meat and potatoes here? What, yeah. What's distracted driving back in the day was having your, your fucking stereo up all the way, beating your fucking... And I'm talking late 90s, early 2000s here. Your was having your your four 10 inch woofers in the back, bumping fucking Master P's Ghetto D, 
in a car in a Camaro or Mustang with six people in it. You're driving a stick shift, smoking a cigarette, dr- trying to drink a beer, and then also, uh, you know, decipher through your your CD binder, all at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and the music is so loud. The music's so loud that you can you can actually taste a Master P, and it's obstructing your vision. That's how loud it is. <laughs> you had the uh, the dice, the fuzzy dice, and your high school, uh, the thing that you wear on your high school fucking graduation hat. What do you call those? Um, a tassel. You had your fuzzy dice. You had your tassel. And like I said, anybody that is in their mid thirties or older knows what the fuck I'm talking about because that's what people did back in the day. Everybody smoked cigarettes. Everybody, all five people in your car that only holds four or six people in there were smoking a cigarette. You're trying to shift. Little Susie next to you is trying to grab on your fucking sack while you're trying to shift on top of that. You got your CD binder with 400 CDs flying out. Um, you know, God forbid if a, if somebody loses their cigarette because the T-tops are down and it blew the cigarette out of their hand and it goes down the back of your shirt. Yep, yep, yep. One no, so, one no fucking not a fucking a- iPhone in sight. Not a cell no phone. In, that was fucking distracted driving. And you know what? We did that every day, everywhere we went. Yeah, and I never got in a single traffic accident. Motherfucker today can't even send a uh, uh, a text okay message and gets in a six car accident. <laughs> Times really think- were much much simpler back then. Seriously, think about that was now that was truly distracted driving. Yeah, I mean, yeah, legitimate. Now this is a hypothetical. A lot of times it was even impaired. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> out spilling your beer on top of that. Yeah, yeah. Same your, your cigarette. Like I said, all. I don't even know how you're driving with your knee on top of that. And yeah, now I people or were because a lot you're better young, you're boner. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, unless if you're Tommy Lee, you just drive with your dick everywhere. You just yeah, it's got just, its own car. <laughs> you can't fit six people in the car with Tommy Lee and his wiener. No, no, no. that's a that's a two person ride. That, that yeah. right there is. <laughs> so, but man, I was just thinking about that. Is is that was like a normal thing to do? But not to mention you're half drunk on top of that or whatever, and. And not to mention, like I said, if somebody else did something that added to the effect, like I said, their cigarette went flying or whatever, a dog runs out in front of you or something like that. And that was like a regular thing. And I never got in a single traffic accident ever. So I got enough for both of us. Yeah. And I mean, and hypothetically, I, I, I may or may not. Have you ever have you? I mean, and think about it. it. You might be cruising around one night with uh, with a, a with a special young lady, who maybe starts getting a little randy, maybe starts yeah, yeah. drinking, and they start getting a little little rambunctious. Maybe maybe uh, you know their their blood pressure's rising, and they're they're wanting to do things, and they can't wait to get home. And you could be driving in your 2001 Bullet GT Mustang that's brand new. You could be driving down the road in the middle of the night and have a young lady just all of a sudden take all of her clothes off and try to fornicate you while you're driving down the highway. Yeah, I remember that could pulling have... off into a cornfield. What time. if there's? What if you're driving in the middle of a of a city in four lanes of traffic and someone is trying to fornicate you? Now that is distracted driving too. Oh, that is for sure. But really if I was a police driving. officer and I saw if I was a police officer and I saw a young a young man 
and his girlfriend drive by and they're doing things like that. I would, I wouldn't even turn on the lights. I wouldn't even pull out of where I was trying to get catch speeders. I'd just kind of smile and nod and be like, you go get, you go get them, son. It it was dark out and the car had tinted windows. I mean, hypothetically it was hypothetically it was dark out and the car had tinted windows and hypothetically this was all happening as, as you're driving down the road. This is just a hypothetical mind you. Okay. Okay. Or may not have happened while I was driving down the road in 2001. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. maybe. You just have to use your own judgment whether you think it happened. Or not. So, uh, I remember- to driving. So you start getting these flashbacks, you know, just randomly of of the good old days. So I just wanted to share that about distracted driving is that MFs nowadays you don't fucking know what distracted driving was. You, Makes you, you wonder what distracted driving was in like 1937. Right. Right. But I mean. Back late nineties, early two thousands, I'm telling you, distracted driving. That was fucking distracted driving. Yeah. Crazy. So, all right. So, uh, enough about all that. And for tonight's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about. And I'll I'll just admit, I didn't really know about this. Uh, we're going to talk about a fan film on YouTube that has twenty million views. Friday the Thirteenth Legacy is what it's called. Came out two years ago. And I'm gonna be honest. I kind of remember hearing about this film when it first came out, but I. I didn't really pay any attention to it, and I'm going to tell you why. Because Friday the 13th fan films, to me, I were unbearable. I can't watch them, and we all know why. And we don't even need to get into all that. So I didn't really pay any attention to it because, A, for that reason. B, I didn't know anybody that was attached to the film that would give me a reason to watch it. And C, well, there's not really a C. Those are the, re- those are the reasons why. So I didn't really pay much attention to it, and it just kind of flew under my radar. And... The other day, I'm looking at on YouTube for something, I don't remember what, and all of a sudden I see this Friday the 13th Legacy fan film, 20 minutes, 20 million views. And I'm like, holy shit, I think, it, it, didn't, it didn't hit me yet. I'm just like, this thing has 20 million views. And then as I'm watching it, and at the end, I put together that this was the same one from, from over two years ago. And... I, I hit you up and I'm like, we need to talk about that because Never Hike Alone's been out the same about the same amount of time and it only has a little over a million views. This fucking thing has over 20 million. Now I get it, it's a 20 minute short, a little bit of a difference there. But I said we need to talk about that because Russ wanted us to give our thoughts on the crowdfunding and blah blah blah. So it just kind of went together. So I uh, I go ahead and hit the watch button and. We're just going to talk about that. We're not we're not here to uh, to promote this film by any means. Um, I I'm not friends with um, the the man behind it, which is Ian Messenger. I'm not friends with him on Facebook. However, I did learn that one of the young ladies in the film is actually a Facebook friend of mine. Uh, but I did not reach out to her. This is not promotional. This is just thoughts with, like I said, 20 million views. Yeah. So let's kind of let's just kind of break it down bit by bit. So as the movie starts out, and it's only 20 minutes, so this isn't going to take long. The movie starts out with Jason wearing, and spoiler alert, because if you haven't seen it, then this is going to ruin it for you. But anyways, Jason, you see Jason, you see a young lady, the typical uh, running through Camp Crystal Lake. You're, you're assuming that. Then you see Jason, and he's wearing a sack head, but he also has a hockey mask on, and it's really confusing to me. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? And yeah. then you see an officer that looks like Tom Atkins, this Tom Atkins looking officer that just seems to happen to be at the lake as this girl's screaming for help. And he shoots Jason 
and Jason goes down and then it cuts. So that's basically the first couple minutes. Very confusing. But before it cuts, you see another the, the real uh, Jason. Yeah, the what the real Jason, which resembles a part three. You see the back, and it, it shows him looking at the incident that's happening. As the, so we're led to believe this is an imposter. Yeah. So we have an imposter situation, but still a little little just kind of like a what the fuck. And you're like, okay, let's let's see what happens. So as the opening scene, then we see. Um, the camera opens up to three young adults on the beach and a dude finds Camp Crystal Lake sign. And it's uh, a guy, I believe his name was Levi, and he's with his sister and his girlfriend. So we have these three individuals at the beach and they find the Camp Crystal Lake sign. They kind of clean it off. Dude says, hey, I'm going to take this home, put him in my man cave, blah, blah, blah. He farts on his sister? Yeah, he farts on his sister a couple times. Um, yeah, just weird. Did and you catch that? What's that? Did you hear that when that happened? They don't ever like acknowledge it, but he turns around and literally farts in her face. (laughs) I'm not making that up. That happens. That's right. Right. (laughs) So anyways, we've got these two young ladies there and they're not hard to look at. Dude's going to go explore abandoned buildings, blah, 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 whatever. And immediately we have a blonde and we have a brunette. Like beautiful ladies, not, not hard to look at by any means, but one of them, the blonde, as soon as I see her, I'm instantly reminded of Lisa in Saved by the Bell on the episode where she impersonates Jesse. You know what I mean by that? Did you get that vibe at all? Like, uh, trying to think of like kind of that definitely was not the vibe I got. I get kind of a uh, maybe I mean, a more just... do what she was wearing a wig or not. Uh, I had considered that as well. I just know that that is a uh. All I'm going to say about her is she is she is very well built. That is a very well put together human being. <laughs> yes, she um she was kind of the Barbie look. If Barbie had a bunch of tattoos, and she had that really nice scar on her on her on her left arm uh, that I was kind of digging. So uh, yeah, that's nice. She she takes a little dip in the movie. She goes out for a little swim, as people do at Camp Crystal Lake, and she has a very nice swimming swimsuit attire. She's not wearing a Camp Blood Radio swimsuit, so shame on her for that. But she had a very nice uh, form-fitting, uh, figure-enhancing um, swim attire. Plenty of figure. Yes. Yes. So, so anyways, um, the typical happens. Jason shows up, hacks up um, old, old, old Blondie. And then, um, which is, which is dude's girlfriend. And they do, they do get to make a little bit of whoopee before that. They, they're oh yeah. You gotta, you gotta. Before she goes on her dip, they go, um, they go, they go, um, fornicate, if you will, in the abandoned woodshed, which, um, uh, you know, typical Friday stuff, if you will. And then, um, while they're gone, basically, um, doing what they do, Tommy Jarvis randomly shows up. And he's got his jean jacket on. And then once they're done uh, humping in the woods, they come back and meet Tommy, who is, is talking to the character of Brooklyn. On, she's laying out on the beach. And Tommy warns them that they should not be there. And then, of course, Tommy Tough Guy runs, or uh, the other guy, I'm going to call him Tommy Tough Guy because he, he gives Tommy Jarvis a, uh, uh, basically gives him a hard time and runs him off and tells yeah. him they're, they're having a private party. So Tommy, Tommy leaves, he gives them the warning that they shouldn't be there and blah, blah, blah. And then of course, Jason shows up and hacks him up. Um, yeah, the, the, the typical, typical Friday. So the, um, 
<laughs> What's funny is when Jason Jason kills poor Penny out for her swim, Jason ends up killing the boyfriend too. Then Jason's after Tommy shows up, and he's after Tommy and the other character of Brooklyn. And then um, the we're not going to give everything away. We're we're giving a lot of it away, but of course they get in Tommy's. They're going to leave camp. And they get in Tommy's what appears to be 1998 Dodge Ram, and it, it miraculously won't start. And you just hear the hear it cranking over. And I, I'm just going to say, I guess his fuel pump must have went out when he got to camp. Now I think uh, if Friday the 13th has taught us anything, taught us anything, it's that uh, Jason emits an electronic field, uh, an electromagnetic field, uh, within like a, an eighth of a mile radius of his body, and no vehicle will start on the first couple tries. Uh, within an eighth of a mile radius of him. And that that's the only explanation I can think of because you think that your vehicle being in pristine running order before you track down an unstoppable killer would be uh, top things on your list, making sure your vehicle is in, uh, you know, top shape, tip-top shape. That could be. I don't know. I'm going to go with a fuel pump. But either way, that's those are two very logical answers. Very, um, very, the most logical answers you can think of anyway. Yeah, so yeah. You- Ways. They obviously can't drive off in the 1998 Dodge Ram, so they end up squaring off with Jason, and uh, Tommy Tommy shoots Jason, and Jason uh, Brooklyn, doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. And then Brooklyn shoots Jason. Jason goes down. Brooklyn gives him the old business, stabs him in the chest with the machete, and tells him to go to hell. Jason collapses, and then we see at the end we see Jason sitting up and. There's climactic music throughout, as as you can imagine. But anyways, that's pretty much what it is. It's 20 minutes short. Basically, they show up. People show up to party at camp, uh, make a little whoopee. Uh, Jason shows up. They're warned, but Jason shows up, and then that's it. There's really nothing else needs to be said. So, 20 million fucking views. And after you watched it. Okay, so what were you, what were you thinking when you seen that many views before you watched it and after you watched it? Well, uh, so I'm trying to get back in like a 2017 mind frame, right? We haven't seen Never Hike Alone yet. Uh, fan films are still relatively low shelf in terms of their quality. Uh, taking Never Hike Alone, Never Hike Alone, or any fan film made after this completely out of the equation. I think if I had seen this when it first came out, I would have been like. Uh, wow, this is really good. Like for a fan film, this is really good, you know, because up until that point they had had very little effort put into them. And these people, whether how, no matter how you feel about how it turned out, they put a lot of effort into it. Um, so, uh, I mean, I'm mad. I think, uh, I think they should be proud of what they made and there's definitely, you know, a lot of flaws, but, uh, any fan film has a lot of flaws. So, um, yeah, I think they should be uh, they should be proud of what they made there, and and uh, it could have certainly turned out worse. Oh, for sure, and that's the way that I kind of viewed it too. Was prior to some of the fan films that we have now, because of course I'm watching it for the first time after I've seen better fan films. So if I think about prior, this is easily the best one that I've seen. That, that's what I would say would be your your prior traditional Friday fan film, the 20 minute short or the 30, 40 minute film. This one easily is the best one I've seen yet, because like I said, I stopped watching them because most of them, and I'm not going to give any specific names. I don't remember the names of 
most of them anyway, but because they're that bad, they're, they're so bad and you're used to seeing them that are so terrible. They're not even watchable and it makes you not want to give anyone else a chance. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. Um, I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, so just, now you can usually tell I, from the, uh, from the trailer though, uh, what you're willing to put your time in and what you aren't. And most of the time for me, anyways, it's, I'm not willing to put my time into that. I don't even got, know if this film had a trailer. I didn't, I didn't look, I just seen 20 million views and I seen Friday the 13th legacy. And then I ended up putting two and two together. And then I did a little research and I did end up, end up finding a, a poster and such. And, but it was just something that, like I said, it just kind of flew under my radar just because I, I wasn't, wasn't having any fan films at that point in time. And, but I will say this though, is if you watch it with that in mind, this one, I mean, yeah, there's things that we can pick apart, but you got to remember what, if you compare it to the other stuff out there, this one, they did. Okay. They, they don't have anything to be embarrassed about. We'll put it that way. No, I mean, it's a, even just it being three years old, it's a product of its time. But uh, I mean, like I said, up until that point, that that was probably the best one that had come out by a fan. Yeah, I, I would say that. I mean, there's some cool, there's some cool camera angles. The FX, I mean, they are what they are. You can you can easily tell that this is just a few people shooting this movie. They do not have a full crew by any means. But it, it's compared to the others. Yeah, uh, it, twenty million views. I don't know about that. I'm I'm really shocked. I'll just I'll just say that I'm really shocked. It has twenty million views. Yeah, I don't and know I'll, how they pulled that off at all. I, I don't either. I really don't either. But I'm. I will say this though, that 20 million views is what caused me to watch it because if I would have been scrolling through and I, because if you, if you type in, I mean, there's so many fan films out there from over the years that there's a, there's just so many of them when you scroll through and most of them don't have that many views. So when you see 20 million, you're like, what the hell is this? If it, if I would have been scrolling for whatever it was I happened to be looking for that day and I would have seen Friday the 13th legacy and it had 2.3 K views, I would have kept right on scrolling. Oh, absolutely. Not even given at the time of day. So I will admit that it was that 20 million views that got me to press play and got me to send it to you and be like, hey, I think this is deserving of some chatter because, I mean, hell, anything that's gotten that many views, they must have done something right considering the circumstances. And I will. Yeah, and you know, that's got me thinking. That's got me thinking. I seen uh, one maybe six months ago, seven months ago that I just randomly took a gamble on, messed around there on YouTube. And I don't remember the name of it. I wish I could so I could give the people credit. But there was one where it was Jason versus Michael Myers. And uh, they were fighting like around Don't say anything more about that. We'll talk about that one later because that one's deserving of of plenty of talk. Yeah, it was it was really well done too. But I guess we'll, yeah, we'll do an episode on that. Yeah, because it's gotten a lot of views and rightfully so. They did a nice job on that movie. Yeah, yeah. If it's the same, I'm assuming it's the same one. Where they fight in front of the garage and then they take it into the woods. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, kudos to you guys. Uh, Ian Messenger, I don't know him, um, but kudos to you. Sarah Schultz is a Facebook friend of mine. She was Penny. She was the brunette young lady in there. Uh, Kudos to Sarah. I thought she did a a fine job. Um, Some of the better acting that you'll see in a fan film by far. And uh, everybody involved, I mean, for what they had to work with and what they were trying to accomplish with a 20-minute short and considering all things that we knew prior, uh, we salute you guys and, uh, you know, hats off to you for, 
for actually making something that's that's watchable compared to most of the other ones. So, yeah, I mean, other than that, um, we just thought we'd give a nod to it, and uh, that is that. So, unless you have anything else you want to say, we'll wrap this up. I'm good, man. Let's do it. All right. This is wrapping up another episode of Camp Blood Radio, so please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. Also, check us out on YouTube. Damn it. Uh, We have gotten a few more subscribers, but help us out there because we're not going to post any more content until we start getting more subscribers uh, because what would the fucking point be? So go check us out on YouTube and, of course, on Facebook and Instagram at Camp Blood Radio and leave us those reviews there. We would definitely appreciate it. And be on the lookout for your drunk uncle beat-off blanket rag towel etc etc from slasher.graphics very very soon and if you have any other suggestions criticisms comments uh or just want to tell us to fuck off uh feel free to do so and or or you can leave us an email too there's email information on the website um other than that feel free to leave us uh suggestions unless you're mark tefna go fuck yourself <laughs>